The It's a Look podcast is brought to you in partnership with 1528 Webster. 1528 is a space where young companies, freelancers, and artists can grow their ideas, connect, find support, and mentorship. Learn more and apply for an individual or company membership online at www.1528webster.com. I was thinking to myself, since we're having this conversation, that I should text an ex, any ex, and ask them, hey, if you were to give me some kind of improvement on the way that I treated you or the way that our relationship began and ended, what would you say? And then I thought to myself, I can't text none of these niggas because all these bridges is birds. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't walk across none of them, could you? Mm-mm, can't even paddle boat across the bitch. None of that. No. Don't even look at it because this shit is scorched. <laughs> it's burnt up. Somebody was like, I saw this on Instagram. It was like, uh, I want the bridges that I burned to light my future. I'm just like, well, bitch, it might light your future or you might get caught in the fucking fire and burn up your face. (laughs) Burning shit up as you leave. You're listening to your two favorite hosts, Frida and Jenna. Do us a couple favors while you're listening to this episode. If you want the first look at all of our new content, join our mailing list. Visit www.itsalookwith.us and drop your email in the newsletter section. Follow us on Instagram. Actually, go ahead and just do it right now. Pull out your phone, go to the Instagram app, and search for itsalookwith.us. Hit that follow button. We promise you're going to enjoy this episode and the ones to come. So be sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or the It's a Look website in the About Us section. Lastly, we host live events. Consider this your invitation to the next one. Hugs on site, F and J. Listen, so somebody said to me, they said... They said they will never be in the same space as their ex and not speak to them. Like, they will never not speak to someone that they used to love. That doesn't make sense. And that really hit my heart. I was like, you're right. Why would I see you and not acknowledge you? So one previous time, I went out of my way to acknowledge my ex. And I told him this exact information. I'm never going to not see you in public and not speak to you. And then a few weeks ago, what happened? I knew I was going to see this man where I was. I didn't see him for a few hours. And at some point, I rounded the stairs. I came down them. And who did I see? My ex. And what did my ex do? Look the other way. So I had to brush his shoulder (laughs) and say, hey. Clearly, he didn't want to talk to me. Clearly, he was not looking forward to seeing me. So I'm just like, well, I would really enjoy if none of my relationships ended that way again. That would be great. I would like to still be able to say hello at the very least. Because now I'm just like, why you don't want to talk to the kid? I have no answers and I can't go looking for them either. So there's that. My biggest thing is, and what I heard you just say, what I heard from you is, I want to do my best 
to leave things on a high note. If I could hit a high note right now, I would, because that's how high I want to end things. I really do. I would rather walk away before the fire starts to burn. If I begin to feel the friction of a small fire, I know this is not for me. It's time to exit. Stage left. You go to the right. I just remember a Thursday evening. I was so giddy. I was like a child. I had just got back to the crib. I was fully dressed. My lipstick was still on. My hair was freshly braided. And I had to call you. I had to call you on FaceTime, in fact. I like, I need her to look at me and I need to look at her and let her know. I just went on the best date I have ever gone on in my tender 26 years of life. So let me tell you how it went. The night before, I had ran into someone I hadn't seen in years. It had been years since the last time we saw each other. And your girl was in there looking good. And so this man decided he wanted to speak and be a little bit more friendly than he had been in the past. I'm like, okay, noted. It's fine. He was trying to do some late night shit. Like, oh, yeah, what are we going to do after the party? Let's go eat. I'm like, pause. I'm going home. It's a good time for you to go home, too. And he said, okay, well, what are you doing tomorrow? Let's go out. You know, I I would like to do something in Oakland that you have never done before. And I was like, hmm, let's go in the Oakland Hills, go get something to eat, get a nice view. And he was like, have you ever done a sunset gondola ride on Lake Merritt? And I thought to myself, bitch, you done looked at Lake Merritt, you done walked around it, you done hung around it. But have you ever, ever, ever been on Lake Merritt? The answer was absolutely not. So I said, sign me up. Great, that's fine. It's the next day now. I decided I was at home and I had extra time. I really didn't. I was supposed to be working, but in my mind I had extra time to do my hair. I was like, I'm coming fresh. I got new braids. I'm popping. My edges are down. What are you talking about? What are you saying? I'm going out. (sighs) This man tells me he's going to come and pick me up. I'm like, okay, great. I made some other plans, okay, because I had to go get my check. I needed my check. I needed some cushion just in case there was this conversation around who's paying. So I went to go get my check in Berkeley. And he said, do you want me to pick you up? And I said, yes, please come and get me where I'm at. I'll be scooped up like a ground ball, no problem. No problem at all. Anyway, we're in Berkeley. I'm in Berkeley. And he texts me. I get a text. I'm here. I walk out of the door. And what do I walk out to? A drop-top, two-door BMW coupe. There's a chocolate man in the driver's seat. And the passenger seat is wide open for your girl. I about skipped my hoppy ass out of the door so fast. I said, wow. Wow, well, would you look at that? Okay. He picks me up in the drop top. <sighs> I decided I wanted to take him to Panoramic Way in Berkeley. You must woo these people with views, you know. You take them to the best views. And you say, I've been coming up here since I was in high school. What do you mean? Anyway, we go. 
mind you, we're working our way to our gondola sunset, right? And he's like, well, we have time. I'm like, well, how much time? Like, the sun is going to set. He's like, we have time. Like, we can go get dinner. What do you want to do? I'm like, okay. He's like, well, let's go to Lake Chalet. I'm like, fine. We'll try Lake Chalet again. We go to Lake Chalet, have a great meal. We order just a spread of things, just many things. What do you want to have? What would you like to have off the menu? You want to drink? What else? What else? The check comes. My check stayed in my bank account. And he paid. Wonderful. I ate well. I didn't even have to worry about the tip. Nothing. Now is the time for our gondola ride on Lake Merritt. Pre-booked in advance, might I add. Now I... Wow. I just remember walking out on that deck from Lake Chalet with my little jacket. I was ready. I knew it was going to be cold. They had blankets. It was a whole thing. We step onto the gondola, and I'm already just wooed. I'm like, wow, this is so beautiful. We're on the lake, and I just see the architecture. I see the Oakland skyline. Mind you, the person who is steering our boat is in the background singing in Italian. I mean, I'm just like, what else could you ask for? What else could a young queen ask for in this lifetime? I've never seen the city this way. This is supposed to be my city. I've never seen it like this. My eyes were open. We wrap up the ride on the gondola. We get back in the car. And he's like, okay, I'm about to take you home. Like, do you want to make any other plans for this weekend? Might I add, it is only 10 p.m., He puts my address into his GPS. The top is down at this point. He turns up the heat in the car. He takes me to my humble abode on Alameda Island. Tells me goodnight and drops me off. I was like, wow. You did all of that. And your girl got to come home at the end of the night. I wasn't pinned up nowhere I didn't want to be. I didn't have to have any awkward conversations. And it was in that moment when I was talking to you on FaceTime that I decided, that we decided, black women are for grown-ups. Period. You're absolutely right. Black women are for grown-ups. We grown G-R-O-W-N. We're grown and we're only growing more and more day by day. So my question for you is, what's good with Jay? You single? You dating? Ooh, wee, wee. (laughs) The fish just jumped back into the sea. I'm single. I'm single at the moment. I'm fresh, though. I'm fresh, so I'm not really trying to be caught right now. Where are you at? What you talking about? What's your roster looking like? Mm-hmm. The roster, I got a, a starting zero. Uh, some of y'all have starting fives. I have starting zero. <laughs> I got no niggas. I got no Nancys. I got no nobody. <laughs> okay? As far as what I'm doing, I ain't doing a lot. Okay? I go home. I be exercising. I have a cat at home. I'm single. My eye is open. My right eye is looking to the left. My left eye is looking to the right. I'm trying to catch anybody who's looking at me. Okay? Because they'd be like, oh, you're Frida, right? You're the stand-up comedian. Oh, you're so beautiful. This is girls talking. 
Girls see me, they always want to compliment me, tell me I look good, mm, whoop-de-whoop-whoop. The men, they be like, oh, it's the look. But then they look away. <laughs> they ain't looking at me. Ain't no looks coming towards you, are they? So the roster is empty. Frida is single. Jay is recently single. Not looking to be caught. But I am looking for... I mean, it sounds so vain to say attention. But I'm just like, I show up and I look good. I look fly. Every time. And the women, they'll sing my praises. Oh, your hair. Oh, your eye makeup. Oh, my God, you wore tennis shoes? I've been wanting to wear tennis shoes to a party. You just did it. (laughs) And then the men... Silencio. <laughs> Nada. Nunca. Like, what? <laughs> what? So the question is, right, we're both open. The question is, you know, we're both open to something. Not anything, right? Because we're not just anybody, but something. But to find it, you got to find it in yourself first. So there's that quiz. I forget what it's called, but it's essentially your love languages, the five love languages, right? What are your five love languages? For the people who are listening go, oh, wait a second. I can shoot shots at Jenna Dominique? Let me pull up to the fruit throw line. Let me know. Boop! Listen so- here. <laughs> this is what I need you to be shooting if you're shooting at me, okay? I need you to be shooting a hard quality time. I like one-on-one time. Me and you, not your sister or your mother, the two. <laughs> okay? Quality time with Jay. I'm better enjoyed one-on-one. Next, acts of service. I love acts of service. What does that mean, though? Oh, you know, right now it comes in the form of rides. It comes in the form of pickups. It comes in the form of... Doing some of the tasks that I just can't get to in my day-to-day. That looked like, like, in my partnership previously, like, having a partner that did the grocery shopping so I could cook. Doing things that help me do what I do well. I don't necessarily remember all the groceries we need, but I can definitely cook something up great if I have the food in the refrigerator. Next is words of affirmation. I literally... Yeah, I realized that this morning that I really enjoy recognition. I enjoy when people tell me. Because I don't always think I'm great. So when people tell me you're great, I see you. It goes so far. Lower on my list, but not too low, is physical touch. Because your girl likes to touch and be touched. Lowest on my list is gifts. I'm furthest from gifts. I don't enjoy Giving or receiving gifts. You notice I'm out of the country around the holidays every year. That is because Christmas is far, far, far on my list of preferred ways to spend time with my family. What about you? What are your love languages? How do you give and receive? Fair. Okay, so out of the five love languages, here's my top three. Okay? Words of affirmation. Mind you, I've taken this quiz three times. It's been the same all three times. Just to see if it was just, truly you. Just to see. Took it three times over three different years, okay? My top three 
for the five love languages. One, words of affirmation. Now, the thing is, if you're listening and you're like, wow, Frida's really going to be my babe, okay? You're, and you're like, okay, you're writing this down. You're like, okay, words of affirmation. When you say the words of affirmation, I'm going to act like I don't know. I'm going to be like, ah, uh, you got to chill. Like, ah. Uh. I'm going I'm to be all humble. But I really, in my mind, I'm like, yes. <laughs> Tell me more <laughs> things about me that you love. I love that shit. I'm going to be acting all, I'm going to be acting all nonchalant. But just keep going. Just keep giving the love because I love to hear it. I love to hear it because that's what I do to people. I will tell people, you are amazing, you are great, whether you want to hear it or not. That's me. Number two, quality time. If I spend time with you, I fuck with you. And I think people don't realize that. People think I be having hella friends, I be having hella booze, I got hella texts and all that. I'm Hollywood, whoop-de-whoop-whoop. That's not me. No, she has a limit on the amount of hours she can spend with people. It used to be four hours. I got to, like, the 12-hour range. There's ranges here. But if she's spending time with you, that means that you have made it in her book. I can validate that fact. Man, if I'm FaceTiming you, calling you, texting you, asking you about your life, I care. I care because I know a lot of people. And honestly, I have to decide who I put the time and energy to. So if that's you... You're blessed and highly favored. And I would say the same thing about myself, knowing you. I'm blessed and highly favored to have you in my life. Number three, acts of service. Now, acts of service is cool. It's only my number three because the last two are really my bottom two, which is physical touch (laughs) and gift giving. Physical touch. Please don't touch me. (laughs) (laughs) I am a cat. If I want to touch you, I will touch you. Don't just touch the cat. Don't do that. And gift giving, I am the gift. You're uh, welcome. <laughs> the only giving that needs to be That's done. the only giving. That is my gift to you and your gift to me is you. Thank you. Happy birthday to me, to you. It's me. Boop. <laughs> gotcha. So now that we know your love languages and we know where you sit, how have you tried to date in the past? How have these love languages come into practice in your relations? So speaking on like words of affirmation, right? If I see something I like, I'm going to go get it. Okay? Boop. I walk up. I walk up. I say, hey, how you doing? My name is Charlie. Last name Wilson. <laughs> And I was wondering if I could take out, show you a good time, invite you to my house. So you be offering your number? Listen, I used to. I really used to. I used to say, you know, it's not fair that men have to do a lot of that first um, stepping out of their shell to speak to someone. You know, I don't want to be the kind of person that can't say, I think you're handsome and uh, I'd like to get to know you more. That was me in the past. But now I'm just like... I'm beautiful. Not even trying to gas myself up. Again, I'm a hybrid. I don't need any gas. Not trying to gas myself up. But because I'm beautiful, I had this one guy who I really liked. And he was like, if you ever walk up to a guy to tell them that you want to spend more time with them, they're not going to say no. And so they're not really saying yes because they really like you. They're saying yes because they like the way that you look. So for me, I'm trying not to be so jaded with that 
perspective that that person shared with me. But I'm also just like, I'll wait. I've been shooting shots. I recently was talking to this guy. Perfect example. We in my car. We in my car talking for hella long. You know when you're in your car talking for hella long with somebody and your, your windows get all steamy? So you're like, oh, the temperature's rising in here. Mm, you know? And I'm looking at him. I kept my seatbelt on to try to restrain myself from touching him because he was so fine. So I had my seatbelt on. He took his seatbelt off. I said, oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and then I could tell I was talking and he was looking right. He had turned his body towards me. I'm in the driver's seat. He's in the passenger. He had turned his whole body towards me. I'm still facing the weight of the steering wheel, okay? Looking so, at your peripheral So I'm looking vision. at him out my peripheral. And I can answering his questions. And I can see he keeps licking his lips. So I turned to him finally. I turned my head to him. I said, why you keep licking your lips at me? <laughs> and he said, uh, well, um, you know, I was, I was thinking about kissing you. I said, think again. <laughs> think again. <laughs> uh-uh. Uh-uh. I said, why you want to kiss me? Why you want to kiss me? He said, well, because it would be fun. For you? <laughs> it would be fun for you? I know I look good. Of course you want to kiss me, boo. But do you want to get to know me? Are you listening to the things that I'm saying in this hot-ass car? Do you realize that I only spend time with people that I really fucks with? Do you really fuck with me? Or are you just trying to kiss me because I'm cute? Because it would be fun. Not just looking for a fun time. I have so much more to offer than fun. I have so much more to offer. This nigga told me I was popping. I said, is, is that what you have to say about me? Is that what you reduced me to? I'm popping? Get the fuck out of here with that. I don't want to hear that. You could take that back. So keep your fun and keep your popping. Tell me the truth. I would like to know the truth. Like, my compliment to you, Jenna, as my friend, is like, you changed my life. That's a compliment. I can't live without you. That's how I feel about you. These niggas is like, you cool? Nigga, if you don't get... <laughs> I'm about to get all loud on the microphone. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you don't get off my face with this you cool shit, I'm much more than cool. I might change your life. Fuck around and change your whole life. You hear that shit? Yeah, but they have to be aware for that. They have to be aware. They have to be aware not only of who they are, but also what they have. And so I wonder for you, in the past, how have you known that a person truly cares about you? A romantic partner, how have you known that they've cared for you? I was recently spending time with our mutual friend, Kenya, and I told her a story about my most recent partner. Um, during a time when I was going through a really, really hard time, it was actually the day of my birthday, and I was in the shower, and I was washing myself. I was getting ready. Um, but I mentally and emotionally had been triggered, so I was crying in the shower. And I just remember my partner coming in <laughs> fully clothed into the shower and, like, holding me, rescuing me, really, and I knew that they really cared about me because they could hear my cry at any time. It didn't matter. Like, they were in tune to how I felt. And they were never afraid to express that care. 
I also knew because this was the first time that I actually felt fully comfortable being and expressing myself. Like, it didn't matter if my toenails and my nails were painted or unpainted. My my toes were still cute. It didn't matter if my body hair was fully waxed or fully grown out. She was still like, I like that shit. And I was like, oh, shit, you like me? Me at home, me? Because this is the thing. People don't understand that this, being on the mic, this is like being on stage. This is on stage time. Not a lot of people really get to see you when you're off stage. That is a completely different human person. If you're trying to get to know that person, then come talk to me. Because that's who I'm bringing to the table. That's the target. So if that is my target... And that's what I'm looking for in a relationship or partnership, even friendship, really. What are you currently looking for in the relationships that you are open to? I would like to say I'm a Monica waiting for her Chandler, which means I'm a friend waiting for a friend to fall in love with. I think that my... I'm intentionally creating my friend pool to include men to then one day source a potential long-term partner. I'm very intentional about that. I am bringing in men that I respect and admire into my group of friends and I'm doing platonic things with them. And I like to do those things with those men for a while and get to know them. I like to let any man know who's listening that that does not mean you're in the friend zone. It means you're in the friend maze Now, in the center of the maze is me. You would want to keep walking to the center if you can. You might get lost. You might want to give up and leave. But ultimately, it's in your best interest to stay and work your way through the maze. In the center of the maze is my heart. My best friends are women. I'm really good at creating friendships with women and checking in. And and I have really strong friendships in my female dynamic. And I can tell that I'm not strong Uh, in building friendships with men. I'm not trying to have a husband or a boyfriend. That's not my best friend. If I could date Kenny, I would. (laughs) If I could date Nadia, I would. If I could date you, Jenna, I would. But I'm not interested in women. And so if I want to date a man, he has to be my best friend. Because if he's going to see that offstage Frida, he's got to really rock with my actual government name. That part. That part. That's a whole part right there. That's me (laughs) in another city, Richmond, California. Okay, headscarf on. Ashy face in the morning. Watching Netflix and (laughs) eating cereal in the bed. Are you down with that? Because thousands of people are down with Frida on the stage. They're supposed to. (laughs) They're supposed to. She's made for that. Yeah. I think it's interesting for me, like... I don't know, being single again and being feminine presenting. Like, you're like, oh, she's a pretty girl. And you may not assume that I also date women, that my longest relationship has been with a woman. Now, men, that does not mean that I don't also date men. I date men. I can do a damn good job. Don't get it twisted. 
So I think for me, I, I had all the guy friends before. I had hella guy friends. And then I started dating a woman, and where they go? Crickets, once again. Because I realized that these male friends of mine were actually just hanging around because they were waiting to shoot their shot. So now I'm just like, okay, well, what does it actually look like to now balance out? I have so much feminine energy around me. I have more girlfriends than I've ever had. I have bomb girlfriends. And I'm like, there is no masculine. And I need, I need some good masculine energy in my life. I have some hard questions I want to answer. And ask. And be asked. So I'm looking for some, like, really dope people to hang around and to take me out and to share experiences with without the expectation that it's going to be a home run. Because your girl been hitting between base one and base three for a few years. All right? That's where I've been. So a home run. It's going to be a long run. It'll be a long run before we get to the home base. All right, so you want to meet these cool and interesting people. How are you going to meet all these cool and interesting people? How are you putting yourself out there? We're not going to call it dating. We're going to call it exploring humanity and the goodness of it all. So I decided if I wanted to be back in the sea and I wanted to fish, I needed to go to places where fish would be. I decided I was going to take myself to the Toasted Life Day Party a few weeks back to take a look around. So that's how I'm dating as I'm looking. I walk the entire venue. I get on the stage. I look. I hang out on the ground floor. I look. I hang out in the VIP section. I look. I walk home empty-handed. That's another another thing. Um, But I look. However, I'm not hanging out in the apps. What are the apps, you might ask? The Tinders, Coffee Mitts Bagels. Uh, I don't even know the rest of them. Plenty of fish. I, I don't hang out there. I have no profiles on the apps. So I'm doing more in real life dating than I am doing online dating. What about you? Where are you at? How are you dating? I was on a dating app. I forget what it's called. A friend recommended it to me because he told me that he met his girlfriend on this dating app. And I was like, okay, word, I'm going to download it. Uh, And I was being pretty selective on who I was swiping, like who I was agreeing that I thought was cute or like interesting. Uh, I also had a pretty interesting prompt. My prompt was, if you're down to cook dinner, I'll be your sous chef. I'll buy the groceries, you cook the meal, I'll take the leftovers. Because, you know, I buy the food, so anyway. And uh, I was overwhelmed with how many matches I got. I realized I should instead stick to my previous way of meeting men, which is through friends. I love my friends bring around beautiful new men. Oh, so fun. I'd rather meet someone through a friend, which is the traditional way people used to meet, up until, like, 10 years ago, like meeting someone through a friend was one of the highest ways people would find relationships because through a friend, I'm like, okay, cool. Like my friend has vetted you. My friend has either worked with you. They have uh, gone to school with you, what have you, what have you, what have you. I still find that that is 
the way that I feel the most comfortable meeting people. So we're going to stick with that. And if shit gets real toasty, we might get back on one of the dating apps and go on one date every three months. (laughs) Space them out. Space them shits out. I think it's funny because my mother, bless her heart, and I don't think you'll be listening to this, but if you are, Mom, you know that I love you. And, wow, we can laugh at one another. A few years ago, my mother, because she's still single, but she was definitely single then, she decided she wanted to start a meetup. Let me, let me, let me bless you with the title of my mother's meetup. It was called Sisters and White Misters. (laughs) (laughs) For all of the people who love to swirl out there. So we're trying many different ways. I mean, my mother is... Yeah. I'm just like, Mom, you're just gorgeous. She sends me photos of her, and I'm just like, wow, are you my mom? So we are shooting our shots. But I think one thing that you brought up that was really interesting is that there's one company that owns Tinder, OkCupid. Is that Poff? Plenty of Fish. Plenty of Fish. Hinge, Match.com, and the others. Match Group. There are millions of people being active in the digital landscape. That is the number one way people are meeting each other right now is on the apps. And so you begin to wonder, as someone who gets overwhelmed with the app matching, are you going to be... A- okay, like put it this way. I have I have more free time than a lot of men that I may be interested in because I am an entrepreneur, freelancer, what have you. So I have more time during the day. They work during the day. <laughs> then they're tired during the week. And I do a lot of work on the weekend. So it's like, well, when am I going to meet these people? Right? Or if it's a creative person, do I want to be dating a creative in, in, in this space? Again, in general, like, how am I going to be meeting these thousands and thousands of people that are out there? A lot of them are on the apps. So if you're not on the apps, are you essentially self-selecting yourself out? You're not going to be matched by the match group. <laughs> you're not one of their subscribers. If I join any apps, it'll be ChristiansMingle.com. Thank you. Not BlackPeopleMeet.com? <laughs> I'm looking for a Christian (laughs) young man. (laughs) I mean, this is just for the truth, right? Because we're working on telling the truth even more. We're working on being even more honest. So my final question for you is what goofy, immature things, what things have you done in relationships that you look back back now and you're just like, Lord, was that me? Did I do that? I did it, and to all of the men that I've hurt, if you're listening, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I was younger then, meaning six months ago, I was younger then than I am now, and I want to be better. I have been uncomfortable in my body, and then therefore, like, very closed off. You know, even though I don't like physical touch, it's... it. It's it's not fair essentially to not people not like let pe- let people in physically at some point in time when they clearly have an interest in that right. If your partner has a love language and you refuse to speak their love language, then you, do you love them? I have, um, in general, a difficult time letting people know my preferences. I'm a very specific person. I have a lot of specialties, and I think a lot of times I'll let people. 
I'll ghost people. I'm like, you know what? I don't even have the energy to explain to you why you're failing. But if someone has gotten so close to me where they have access to me to speak to me, then they deserve an explanation. You know, I don't really let anyone in that isn't isn't worthy. So then they are probably worthy of an explanation so they can rise to the occasion. You can't fail people in dating and then not give them the syllabus. Give them the syllabus, Frida, so they can succeed. And uh, I'm very uh, fantastic. I'll meet somebody, we'll go on a date. I'm like, I love him. We're going to get married. <laughs> or or he'll text me in the morning. I'm like, he dreamt about me, didn't he? Because he <laughs> like irrational conclusions. And I think the worst part about the irrationality and the fantasticness is... Um, I don't let people know as these ideas are evolving. So I'll come to a conclusion about a relationship without ever speaking to them. As my feelings are evolving and escalating, I'm the only person having these conversations. So I'm the only person having conversations about a relationship that requires two people. And then I'm like, I love you. And they're like, what? You've never even told me the re- like the many ways that it's led up to this. You've never told me any of these things before. And now you love me? How? I'm like, oh, well, I know. And, you know, I think the I think the good thing about all of this is that now I'm not going to do it again. I think my future partners should only thank my previous partners because I know I thank them because they've made me a better person. That's a fact. That is definitely a fact. So for our listeners who are listening all around the world, because it's bigger than the Bay Area... What do we have for them? What do we want them to do? How can they be about that action? For one, we want to hear what you thought about this podcast episode. We want you to hit our line directly via email. Our email address is itsalookwithus at gmail.com. Subject line, black women are for grownups. Body of the text, are you single? How long have you been single? What's been your experience dating? Are you in a relationship? How's that going? How are you showing up? What are your love languages? What are your partner's love languages? Let us know how this episode inspired you to think about how you treat partners, how you want to be treated as partners, and the future of your love life. And lastly, this podcast episode was inspired by Stevana, who have printed the first t-shirts that say black women are for grown-ups. So, if you are so inspired by this topic, go support her, buy a book, buy a t-shirt, and let the world know. We ain't here to mess around. Black women are for grown-ups. Period. You can find that information at her website, stevana.com. S T E V O N A Thank you, Stevano. We were super, super inspired by your work. And girl, we might not need to have your ass on the podcast next. Ooh.